Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast. Refocus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Planter Podcast where we speak about faith, growth, and lifestyle. So today I have another topic. Uh, We're going to talk about the importance of fitness. So we're trying to get fit out here. So I have somebody (laughs) and actually a really amazing friend of mine. Uh, We actually went to school together and she she a baddie. So... (laughs) you know, oh, yeah, you have me up too much. Bro. <laughs> I'm having you up too much. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. So please give a warm welcome to Brandy Taylor, y'all. And then I'm, I'm clapping because I can't really see you, but. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so good to be on here. I'm so excited to talk and just kind of converse about this because I'm really passionate about it. So this will be good. Right. And it shows definitely. You. <laughs> Yeah. You know, everyone thinking like, dang, she must be like drop dead. Shit. She better be a one the way she was hyping her up. Like, I mean, because you are. So, I mean, if anybody <laughs> want to run up, you feel me? Like, <laughs> no, so please uh, tell us about yourself, Brandy. What you do? What you got going on? Get the people okay. back in. <laughs> I let them know a little something, something. So. Um, I'm originally from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, born and raised there, my Florida, my whole life. Um, like Dami said, I went to school in Miami at FIU, got my bachelor's in psychology there. Um, I loved it. I was a resident assistant there for two years. I just enjoyed it, had a lot of fun. Um, and then I recently last year moved out to Long Beach, California to get my master's in counseling. And that's been an amazing, awesome, crazy, hectic experience because it's a new state. It's a new time zone. It's new everything. So that's been really awesome. And um, I've really been enjoying because I'm getting my master's in counseling with a focus on student development and higher education. So working with college students and helping them with advising or with any issues that they may have and just kind of helping them through that process of college and grad school or whatever the case may be. Um, so it's been fun. Like I just enjoy it. And, um, I only started really getting fit about like maybe three years ago, three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, I always been active, like did a high uh, in high school. I did uh, cross country. I did track. Um, you know, so I was like, always like running doing something, but it wasn't until I got into college when like I stopped running and I was like, Oh, what am I about to do now? Like, I can't be like, that I can't be like, you know, sometimes I just didn't know what to do. And I didn't, I, so, um, that's when I really started looking to other things to get into shape and I found weightlifting and I love it. It's great. You know, everyone was like, you need to stop. You're going to look so bulky and manly. And I was like, eh, I don't think so, but we're going to see what happens and ended up there all wrong. And so that's just kind of how I got into it. And I've been with it ever since. Wow. Awesome. And <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Um, not knowing what to do. I mean, I don't think I've ever said it on here, but I was a figure skater from the like mm. five years old to uh, before I went to college. So coming to college, it was like, what do I do? You know, and you know, 
college, it's good. You're walking around a lot or whatnot, but, you know, you're eating a lot, too. Mm-hmm. There's Freshman a lot of, 15 is real. Yeah, there's a lot of invitations <laughs> to the free food, and, you know, mm-hmm. it can get a little messy. So, but, yeah, that's cool, though, with the weightlifting. That's, I've heard that, too. Oh, you're going to get bulky and this and another, like, but I've just now learned to um, – I guess lift weights to go mm-hmm. hard bodies, knee hard. Where you at? If you ever listen to this, FIU, I salute you <laughs> because he really helped me, I guess, get a little bit more toned. So that was, it was cool. It was a cool experience. So, yeah, definitely, girl. Gotta, gotta get it how you live, honestly. Yeah. So, it's awesome. <laughs> so, tell me, uh, from your perspective, um, why is fitness so important? Fitness is important because, like, this is the only body you have. Like, you don't get a redo. You don't get, like, a do-over. Like, this is it. This is what you got. And you want to take care of it. It does a lot for you. So you have to return the favor. I mean, like, you want it, you want it to walk. You want it to do all these things. And, like, if you do nothing but put junk into it and don't take care of it, like, it's not going to do the same for you. And then it's just, like, when I work out, it like, it brings me closer to God because it requires discipline and it requires endurance. And those are the things that I need in my walk with Christ. And so like, when I don't have that in my, like with my eating or with my fitness, like it kind of like, in a sense, like my, my, well, for me personally, like my fitness is tied like with my spiritual walk. Like if I'm not working out and like staying on top of it and being disciplined in that area, it's really hard for me to stay disciplined because if you're making a schedule to work out and stuff like that, that means like you should also be able to make a schedule and time for God because like God is first, like if, if anything. So if you can make time to work out for an hour or you can make that decision to eat right, then you can make that decision to live for God, or you can make that decision to read or spend time with him or pray or go to a Bible study or go to church. So like, just for me, it's just like a parallel, like it, it, they're related, they're intertwined because like the Bible talks about, of course, your body being a temple and just taking care of that. And like, you need to be fruitful with what God has provided you. And so when you don't take care of your body, you're saying like, Hey God, I don't respect what you've given me. You've given me the ability to walk and to do all these things and to eat right. And you provided for me in that way. And so when you don't do that, it's just like, okay, Lord, like, I don't really care what you gave me. I'm just about to do whatever I want to do, but that's not the case. So I think that's why it's important to be active and to be fit because you want to be able to take care of your body and you want to be able to do those things. Like you want to be able to have that longevity, like longevity to like live a long and fruitful life the way God intended it to be. And when you don't, you're kind of cutting it short and you don't, in a sense, you're like limiting yourself because if you're not in good health, you can't like reach out to people. You can't be Jesus to people because you don't, you're not up to it. You're not physically up to it to be able to do that. So I just think of like, that's how I approach it. Like, I'm like, it's something I have to do. It's a necessity, you know? That's really interesting about, uh, what was I going to say? You said something and I'm like, my brain just kind of <laughs> lost it. But about um, how your fitness life is kind of connected to your spiritual life. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I think being a bit more disciplined in my uh fitness because before girl I was like <laughs> oh wow you know I wasn't really working out like that but as of recently I've noticed mm-hmm. that if I can discipline myself to work out mm-hmm. 
I'm now more disciplined in my time with God mm-hmm. because now I'm learning that discipline. So if I can make time, just like you said, if you can make time for an hour to work out, you can make time for God. And it teaches you that. Like mm-hmm. I definitely 100% agree with you on that because I've noticed that change too, that, you know what, I have to take care of my body in all areas. Mm-hmm. I think fitness kind of just opens it up that mm-hmm. you're aware that you have to take care of your body holistically. Mm-hmm. You know, and a new perspective for me on fitness is I'm just trying to be healthy. You know, mm-hmm. before it was, oh, I want to lose, not even lose pounds. That wasn't even my thing. I was like, oh, I just, you know, I just want to look slimmer. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the only reason that honestly that fueled behind why I want to get fit. But at the end of the day, it's like, no, now it's like, I just, I want to be fit. Like, I want to be healthy. <laughs> Like, I literally just want to be healthy so that I can do the things that I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. If my life was ever in danger, I can (laughs) run, I can lift something, I can do something, Mm -hmm. I can support myself, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely, uh, I guess your fitness is a reflection of, or it it, it trains you in a lot Mm -hmm. of areas. But I guess the overall thing is, like, you're just trying to be healthy overall. Mm -hmm you know exactly yeah and I think you made a good point I think when I'm working out it draws me closer to God because in certain moments I'm like how do am I gonna get through this I don't want to do this anymore God like I just kind of want to be like go sit down and just kind of do my own thing but he's like no like you said you were gonna do this let your yes be yes and your no be no you said you were gonna do this and accomplish this so do that and do it with a cheerful heart like you know saying like as much as it's killing me and painting me inside, like I love it. It's because God has blessed me with the ability to do that. And in that moment, I appreciate the work of his hands. Like he cra- like crafted me, he made me, and he gave me the ability to do this. And it's for him that I do these things. And I think that's the point that a lot of Christians need to make sure they stick onto is that why are you doing what you're doing? Like you said, to be healthy. With social media in this day and age, it's easy to get consumed. There's so many fitness models and fitness people, like, you know, show up their body, like, doing that. And that's great. Like, I promote it. Like, it's great to be, like, body positive and to embrace what you have worked hard to do because they have worked hard to have that that certain shape or that certain build. But don't let it consume you. Like, that's when it becomes an idol. And that's when you have to, like, take a step back and realize, like, where is fitness playing in my life? So that's why I'm saying, like, when I do fitness, if I can devote an hour to working out, then I can devote. 30 minutes to reading or praying or talking with someone or just like meditating on the word or like talking to God. So like, don't let it become like a a placeholder for God and don't let it, um, just let it consume you in that way. So just really be mindful of that. And I think that's good that you, you switch it to being healthy because when you see on social media, everyone looking a certain way, you want that and you start to like, envy them and you start to like want that. And that's not really what God intended that to be. Everyone has their own shape and their size and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. So embrace that. But if you can just do like what you like want to do, then that's good. And that's exactly where you need to be, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, like, like you said, you may not even have that body shape that they have. So you're mm-hmm. envying somebody who, first of all, May, that might even not even be their natural body shape. You you may never know these days. I've been exactly. told some things like I'm like, oh my god, how are you so beautiful? She's like, you know, she does work right, or he does this. I'm like, what? Like I'm so lost. And you out here, or I'm out here pumping my arms like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like that, I'm gonna be like that. And then come to find out, it's not the case. 
So yeah, I like that idea of don't let it consume you. What is the purpose of what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I keep emphasizing that holistic outlook at it, or you know, just come from a healthy standpoint. So exactly, yeah. You never know what someone's been through to get to where they 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 are, and so you can't judge Instagram, Facebook, all of that gives you a snapshot into one little tiny portion of someone's life. So you see them looking good and looking great, but you don't know what the behind the scenes is like, what they're doing to get there. Some people aren't like naturally like that. Like you said, some people take supplements, some people take this and that or have had this work done or whatever the case may be. So that's why it's important um, to just embrace who you are, because you're more likely to stick with it if you're more comfortable in who you are and have a more realistic goal of being healthy Um, It's not wrong to want a certain body shape, body type, but you need to be realistic in that goal and be like, well, realistically, what can I possibly look like? And is it why do I need to look like this? What am I trying to attract with this? Can it still be glorifying to God if I have this? So just really assessing, like I said, those motives behind it. And as Christians, it should always be to glorify God. So it's like, okay, if I'm not glorifying God, then what am I doing here? Let's reevaluate some things because. I don't want this to take me farther away from, you know, my relationship with Christ, you know? Um, Do you think that um, your physical health can be a reflection of your spiritual health? To an extent. And I only say this because I don't like when certain pastors or preachers want to emphasize like, oh, you're sick because you have sin in your life and all this other stuff. I think that sometimes... That can be the case, but all the time, that's not the case. So I think, like I said before, like sometimes your physical workout can be a reflection of your walk with Christ. So if you're undisciplined in one area, you're more likely to be undisciplined in a bunch of other areas. So if you can't stick to working out and you can't stick to eating healthy, you know, maybe consistently. So there might, there might be not all, all the time, but there might be some inconsistencies with your walk with God as well. Like not being able to consistently commit to that because like when you're working out, like it really does take a commitment because it's not easy. It's a struggle. There's obstacles. And that's the same with your walk with Christ is like, it's a struggle. You have to get through certain things. So I think it, they, the two can be related. Are they always related? No, but I think there is a definitely a connection there because you're using your body, you know, you're moving. It's a mental thing. Working out is definitely like 80 80 to 90 percent mental and then the rest is physical because like it requires so much focus and um, dedication to be able to continue to be fit and to continue to make that commitment um, even in in the sense of like you know you have a lot of stuff going on or just things aren't going your way or the workout's not good or it's just hard in general Um, and like I said that again is just exactly how our spiritual lives are when we walk with Christ we have obstacles. We have things pushing against us. It's not always easy to follow Christ and say that you're a Christian. So the the two are related. You know, that's all I can say. And you said that really well. Like you <laughs> Thank explained, you. Yeah, you did. You explained that really well. And that's what I was saying before that, um, you know, I noticed that when I was more disciplined in my working out, I became more disciplined in my walk or became more disciplined in spending time with God, giving God that time. Cause I'm like, well, if I can carve out time for this and definitely I can carve out time for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, that you hit that like right on the mark. Explain that really well. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not always eloquent. So this is a really great moment for me. <laughs> Let me tell you, really girl. I'm 
<laughs> one of the least eloquent people. I be stuttering on this thing like uh uh, uh like it's, <laughs> it's so bad. But you're you're pretty eloquent, you know. Thank you. With time and group presentations for grad school have helped me at least get a little bit better. I think when I'm passionate about something, it comes out a little bit more clearer uh-huh. than if I'm like maybe like half in it or just like something I just kind of brushed up on, you know, real quick. So I feel you. <laughs> All feels yeah. So you said you're in grad school, like you, you mm-hmm. were in your bachelor's before, like you've had a pretty hectic schedule. I used to remember seeing you like doing physics homework and calculus at the same time and just just doing a lot. And then yeah. now I'm sure you're doing <laughs> so much like you're working, you're in school. Mm-hmm. So how do you like build a regimen for your workouts with your hectic schedule? Yeah, so that's been probably the most difficult part is just time. There's never enough time in the day to do all that I want to do, but God thankfully gives me the time to do it, and I'm so thankful. Um, So being a college student and being physically fit is definitely not easy, but I've just managed to make it a priority, and making it a priority has helped me do that. So, um I just make sure like I think about my day, I think about what do I have going on tomorrow and where does working out fit into all that. So if I have a whole bunch of stuff in the in the afternoon to the evening, then maybe the morning is best. If I have a whole bunch of early morning stuff and then I don't get free till two, three o'clock in the morning, then that's best for me, you know, to go then. So I really try to reflect on like what do I need to do and then like fitting working out into that. Um, I'm not crazy and I'm not like, oh yeah, I need to like work everything around my workout schedule. And I always have to do this. Like I'm pretty flexible. I mean, working in residential life as a RA and now as a residential coordinator, um, I have to be flexible because things happen at the randomest times because it's housing and nothing pops off until 2am naturally. So like, I have to be ready for anything. So I just kind of go with it and I've learned to be okay with setbacks like when I first moved here, I didn't work out for like a month and it sucked. But like I tried to do little stuff here and there, but like I was in training from eight to eight. So I was exhausted and I wasn't going in the morning. I definitely wasn't going at night and the gym wasn't open for me to use. And so it was just like so many setbacks. And um, but the most important thing, I think, when you have those moments of like you made a schedule and now the schedule changes and you can't do it anymore is like getting back into it. So like keeping that drive and that motivation to continue to be fit and healthy, even when life is just kind of throwing you curveballs. And I think that's important. I think that's probably the main thing that I've been able to do to maintain this lifestyle and, you know, still be a student and be um, like, you know, a residential coordinator and be a friend to people and, you know, have a life and do stuff. Um, so I think it's just making it a priority and also like knowing who you are and how you work. So do you work better in the morning? Do you work better in the evening? So I'm a morning person. So I always try, I don't mind getting up at six thirty, seven o'clock to go to the gym, but that's not realistic for everyone. I just don't like having a bunch of people near me in the gym late at night. That's when everyone goes. So that's just like how I've formed my schedule. And so being able to know that about yourself really helps you in making that, um, making that schedule. So what would a workout schedule look like for you in a, in a typical week? How does it look like? And the things, what would you do? And, you know. Mm-hmm. So generally, I, um, well, I just actually got a personal trainer. So that's really new for me. So I was really excited. Um, 
I say invest in yourself. It's a great investment because I, even as someone who's been working out lifting for a very long time, like, um, I learned a lot and he corrected a lot of things that I didn't know that needed to be corrected and showed me little tips and tricks. So never be afraid to reach out for help. I will say that much. So, um, so I meet with my personal trainer twice a week. We meet for 30 minutes. Uh, and we do, he works on me with my four major lifts. So, uh, squats, uh, push press, uh, deadlifts and bench press. And so he's a strength coach. So we're just working on getting stronger. So I will work out generally. I will try to get into the gym about five times a week on a good week, a really good week where I'm just great and focused and all that good stuff. So sometimes my workouts are seven in the morning. Sometimes they're eight o'clock at night. It just really depends on the day. Um, but when I get into the gym, I do right now I'm doing a schedule where I do my major list. I do, um, I have speed days, I have rep days, um, uh, speed days, rep days and a heavy day. So, um, depending on what week it is, I do one of those three and I do them for eight sets. So it could be eight sets on a heavy day. It's eight sets of two reps at about how much is it at about maybe 70%, 70 to 75% of my max. Um, and then on like a speed day, it will be, uh, eight sets of three, no, eight sets of like four, three or four, um, at about maybe like 50% of my 40, 40 to 50% of my max. And then on a rep day, it's eight sets of six and it's 70 to 75% of my max. Now I'm not a personal trainer, so I can't fully explain the science behind it. But it's just really working to uh, work on my conditioning, getting stronger and kind of switching things up and like tricking my muscles into being like, hey, we're doing something new because you have to switch it up or else you will get stagnant and you won't have any progress. So people do the same thing for like eight months and they're like, why am I not getting any better? It's because you haven't switched it up. So that's generally what my workouts consist of. And so each day is something different. So if I do a heavy day for my bench press, I do a speed day for, um, my, uh, deadlifts. And then I do a rep day for, um, my, uh, push press. And then I forgot what else I've said, but then the next day will be like a, a heavy day for my last lift. So that's kind of what I do. And then I have like accessory ones that, I, Oh, sorry. The worst part is after those eight sets, he makes me do three sets of 20 for conditioning at usually about 20 to 30% of my max. And I always hate it. It sucks. I always want to cry. I always want to punch him, but I do it and it makes me a better person. Um, maybe not on the inside, but on the outside, it makes me a better person. And, uh, it's really working on my conditioning. And from there, I just, like I said, go to accessory workouts. So, um, for like a leg day, I swim my leg down two days. So hamstrings and glutes are on one day. So that's on deadlift day. And then my squats is, uh, predominantly quadriceps. So that's kind of a little, like a little bit of stuff that I do. Um, and I try to break it up as best as possible. Um, and I try to fit in cardio sometimes, sometimes I'll do insanity with my friend or, uh, go running or go hiking. Um, so I try to keep it fun, you know, and light. I was telling Dami that I went to sand dunes and it was intense and it was crazy. I went up one time and I wanted to cry but I did it three times and I did some sprints and it was crazy because it's sand and it's a hill. So whoever put those two together probably wanted to kill everyone. And that's what happened. And it was hot because it's hot in California, especially near the beach. So, um, 
it's just a kind of a little glimpse into my workout schedule. Um, I try to stay in there no longer than an hour, hour and a half. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty good on getting out of the gym. I don't like to be there for two, three hours. That's not me. I love the gym, but I don't love it that much. I have other things to do. I usually have homework or I have to meet with, up with one of my friends or meet with students. Um, so that's just kind of what I do on a weekly basis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a lot. <laughs> but I mean, that's really cool, though, that I think that's cool that you got a trainer. I would have never expected that. Yeah, I just thought it was summer. No one ever expects me. They're like, why do you need a trainer for? And it's not because like I can't do it on my own. I mean, I can, but I just was looking for something different. And he's given that to me and he's really opened my eyes to stuff. And uh, like now he's like, wow, you should really do powerlifting competitions. And I'm like, wow, like who would have thought maybe that'd be cool to do? Like just do a powerlifting competition. Like that's cool. Like I'm all about strength. I'm not about like looks, the looks kind of come with the package when you do strength training, but I'm all about strength. I want to be strong. I want to be able to lift things and do things like that's, that's me. That's what I want to do. That's my ultimate goal is just to get stronger and stronger every day. And the only person that you kind of can challenge yourself with in getting stronger is yourself because you're like, how can I be better than I was last week? How can I be better than my last max? You know? So that's kind of how I keep myself motivated. I'm like, I want to get this new max by you know, the end of this year, like, but, you know, you also got to be realistic at the same time. Cause like, I just can't be lifting like, you know, 300, 400 pounds in like a two month span. Like I got to be realistic, like, uh, you know, five, 10 pounds heavier than the last, like you have to appreciate the small victories with, with, with like lifting or fitness in general. And I like that. That's definitely key. Appreciating the small victories. Cause mm-hmm. I think sometimes we look for big things. I mean, I do. I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't, I guess, do as much as I expected. And then it kind of gets, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, uh. but when you see the progress that you've made, you're like, dang, like, you know, I've made some progress. Like, for example, in the hard bodies class that I take, mm-hmm. um, when I first got there, I was only doing, I think, 10 pounds on, on the bar, just 10 pounds mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang you know I see these people with like 40 for example I'm mm-hmm. like oh I wish that I can get there because I'll, I'll be tired like he was doing <laughs> the squats and I'm like okay like and rep and like reps and he'd be like hold it like he'll say hold it and like that's like five seconds and he'll be like do it nine more times and I'm tired, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but it's you know I was like okay you know one day and eventually before I knew it I was there with them lifting mm-hmm. just as much with them and I was like wow that's 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 pretty amazing I didn't expect that I could do that so appreciating it small by small like okay like I I did this this week or I, I progressed in these two weeks or even in a couple of days you know we got to give ourselves those those small wins I I definitely yeah. think that's key that's key to staying fit and talking about key to staying fit so <laughs> Obviously, in order for you to be able to do all these things, you had to be consistent. How mm-hmm. did you build consistency? I think that's like the main question or the main mm-hmm. thing. Like, okay, so Brandy, you do all of this, but how, Sway, how'd you do it? Like, <laughs> how did you get yourself to this point? It was a long time coming, honestly. It's a mixture of a lot of things. It's first a mixture of my background. Um, my dad is a Marine. So if anyone has a, comes from a, any military background or comes from a Marine family, like, you know, Marines are on another level 
with stuff, pretty much everything, but especially fitness. So having that, um, me and my dad are very much alike. So we always had that drive to do better and to, to push our, push ourselves and things like that. So that really helped me be consistent because I wanted to, to be better. So I'm like, I got to do it. So in order to be better, I have to keep going. I have to keep doing it. Um, also, like I said, my walk with God is just, um, you know, just really like asking God to like really help me as I make this journey and do this and asking him to help me be consistent, even when it's not, um, always easy for me to do that. So just being able to do that has really helped me is just like relying on him to be consistent into doing that and making it about him. Um, and just really like relaying like my fitness and, um, my health back to like bringing glory to God. And at the end of the day, my strength comes from him. Um, even though it looks like it's me, like lifting that heavyweight, it's really him giving me grace to not, you know, fall and, you know, drop myself or, um, whatever the case may be. So I just really try to, you know, use him as my motivation. Um, and like I said, it's just finally making that decision that you just want to be better in all honesty, like when you decide, when you have that moment where you're just like, I'm tired of being where I am, I need to be better, you're going to want to be consistent because consistency is the only way to see results when you're working out because working out and fitness, like your body will tell the tale of whether you're being consistent or not at the end of the day. So if you're trying to fake it, your body will know and you won't see any results. So just using that as motivation is just like, you know, I got to do this. I got to do this. Um, and then also, uh, I found that having accountability has also really helped me being consistent. So back in Florida, me and my best friend, Monique, we would work out and she would push me. So when I, we, we would go at seven in the morning for whatever reason, we went at seven in the morning and it sucked getting up. But, you know, on those days that I didn't want to go, she would be like, Hey, let's go. Like, are you ready? Like, I'm ready to go. And then on the days that I didn't want, like when she didn't want to, I would be that person. And it was funny because we would really, it really would be that way. I, I would tell her when we got there, I was like, I didn't really want to go. And she's like, oh, wow. Like, I'm so glad that you came. And then on other days, she'd be like, I really didn't want to go. And I was like, I'm just really pumped to come this day. Like, so it was just really finding that person, whether it's a workout buddy or just someone that you can just be like, hey, like, can you make sure that I'm working out? Like, just check in on me and see how I'm doing and help me track my progress or just, like, have somebody that's cheering you on and supporting you. That really helps um, because, you know, now someone else is looking at you and is like, hey, you said you were going to do this and now you're not doing it. And so that kind of helps push you in that direction of, like, let's be consistent. Let's keep doing this on a regular basis because now someone's watching me and us as humans naturally – when people are watching us, we want to do our best and we want to, you know, do what we said we were going to do. So I found, you know, a mixture of all of those things um, has really helped me to be consistent with this and to stick with it, you know, even when it's kind of difficult to do that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. Monique. I remember Monique. Hey, Monique. If you ever listen to this, hey, girl. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool <laughs> that, it, that it kind of worked out like that. See, I didn't have that. All my mm. friends are lame. Like, my gosh. Maybe because I like to do, like, difficult things. <laughs> I'm the type that likes to do, like, CrossFit or um, what is it? I did uh, Insanity too. But I'll mm-hmm. never find anybody to do that stuff. But then when I really just don't want to do anything, I just, 
I just don't like <laughs> I just don't. So um that's cool that you had that accountability. I know for me consistency has been like my biggest like enemy. Mm-hmm. And also I think because I need to change things up all the time. I think mm-hmm. it's almost difficult sometimes coming from doing a sport for so long and then mm-hmm. having to now find things to do. Cuz like when you're in a sport you're you're having fun and you're getting fit. But now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, I have to actually figure out things to do. So it's, mm-hmm. kind of just, it's kind of a drag sometimes. But I will say that Groupon, guys, if you can't get into a gym, Groupon is, 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 is the business. Like right now I'm taking a kickboxing class uh, here in Miami, and it's really fun. I got it for 24 mm-hmm. bucks, 10 classes. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's really good. And then I got, um, like, three years ago – um, CrossFit membership for two months for 50 bucks, unlimited classes. So you can find ways to get fit and you can find creative ways to do so. It's just a matter of, yeah, being creative, looking and really being like, all right, um, am I, I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. Like for me now, I'm like, that's where I'm at. And I'm sure I might have a challenge one day. Mark my words on that. Like maybe a challenge online or something for people to join in on so we can get fit together because it's good. Like that accountability that you said that you had, it's, it's excellent. It's mm-hmm. excellent. And a lot of people, including me too, I don't really have that. So, you know, that'd be a good thing, but yeah, check out Groupon, check out, I don't know, any online where things are going on that can get you excited. Do something that you never did before. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the fun of doing things like things that you haven't done before. So another thing that I want to try is uh, is it called aerial yoga or you mm-hmm. know what they bind you up in those things and you like fly yeah. and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So and maybe a weight training class because I like lifting weights. So anything to keep it exciting, you know. Yeah, mix it up. Don't be afraid to do that. I think that's like important to do is. Figuring out like what make what is fun for me because you never want it to be like a chore. When it's a chore, you will not stick with it. You'll always be like, eh, I'm not gonna do it today. Like think of it as just something like fun that you're doing, like you're playing, like you're going out with friends, like you're going to the movies. Like it's just something fun you put in your schedule and you have to enjoy it, you know. Like I genuinely enjoy what I do and that's why I continue to do it as well, because like I love it and it's become a part of my life and and um just another point um, to like what you're saying about finding accountability person, you'll find it in the most unexpected ways because at first I really didn't like working out with people, but Monique really put me on to working with people. And she wasn't like, she was a beginner. She didn't know much when I met her and, and we started working out together. She was just really open and eager to learn new things. And then now she's like a crazy super beast and she's like lifting weights and She's getting stronger and I'm like so proud of her because she does all this amazing stuff now on her own. And now she's like a fitness model. Now she's like has her own fitness page and she's just doing all this really cool stuff. And it just stemmed from us like just starting to work out a little bit. So never be afraid to find accountability in someone maybe that's not on your level or just like just someone that's interested. Like, you know, y'all can build off of each other because she would push me because she would be like lifting weights and then she wasn't paying attention. So she would lift my weight. And I was like, Oh, she's lifting that way. So I mean, I can lift more. And then like, you know, we would just push each other in that way and encourage each other. And that's why that accountability worked for us because like we balance each other out and uh, we, we weren't afraid to use each other to like, 
motivate ourselves. You know, it wasn't ever a competition, but it was always like, ooh, Monique's doing this. Let me do this too. Like, I want to be like her too. And she wants to be like me. And it was just great because like, we're great friends and sisters in Christ. And then we're also like, you know, fitness like partners, you know? Um, So I think that's why accountability works so well, you know, in general. Okay. Um, What changes did you make to your diet? How did you transform your diet to now fit your fitter lifestyle? Yeah. So I'm going to be really honest. My eating is not always great. I struggle with that. That's just something. I'm still a college student at the end of the day. I mean, I make a good money, but I don't make great money. So eating healthy is always a challenge, but I've just found little ways to do it. So um, I shop at Aldi. Aldi's a great resource because they have great you know, organic foods um, at, at a way lower price than Whole Foods um, for sure. Like I found that's the, way, the only way I can afford to eat fruits and vegetables um, you know, at a low cost, honestly. So I shop at Aldi. Um, I shop at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is cheaper than Whole Foods as well, offers some really great options. Um, so I don't get everything from there because it's still kind of expensive, especially here in California where like taxes are ridiculous here. So, um, I try to do that. So I just really try to balance it at the end of the day. Like I don't, I don't call it a diet. It's a lifestyle at this point. So I just find little recipes that I can do, um, that are really simple and really easy. And I try, I try to do meal prepping. I'm not always consistent with it. That's something I'm still working on, but I try to make meals, you know, in advance, or I try to cook as much as possible, um, as long as my schedule allows it. Now, most of the time I don't have time to really like, you know, make food. So I have to, um, I just go to Chipotle, you know, I get something healthy from there. I watch what I'm eating in that sense. So I do that. And then I also, you know, I try to be aware of what I'm eating when I go out. So it's not always fried food, everything, um, but it's not always salads either because I'm not always a big fan of salads either. So it's just really finding what you like and not being a, uh, not being afraid to experiment with, you know, different things, you know. Um, so that's kind of just like what I've been doing with that. So uh, that's pretty much how my eating goes and um, still like a transitioning process, but I try at least to get make sure I have fruits and vegetables in there. Um, and I'm working on trying to get at least one new recipe in my arsenal, you know, this summer. And that's really great advice. Um, I would say another thing when it comes to diet, which is helping me now, is getting a cookbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, having something like in your face that you can see recipes. Right now I have two different ones, but one that I found in Barnes & Noble for think seven dollars it's called 28 days to eating clean and it's like a whole book and it has a whole bunch of recipes of just clean foods and good stuff too because I've made a lot and lot of foods and for me I like food like food like one thing I said to myself was I don't want to I don't know. I, I just feel like sometimes, especially when you see people, sometimes they meal prep. They just eat chicken, broccoli, and like a little bit of rice. I'm like, no, but I like food. I, I really enjoy the way that like mm-hmm. different foods taste, you know? Mm-hmm. So finding something that I was able to cook uh, different meals and different flavors and just different things, it keeps it interesting. Like now mm-hmm. I'm cooking a lot, more because my schedule is a little bit uh, not as hectic as it will be in the fall. But mm-hmm. yeah, find a cookbook. Or, you know, being 
uh, careful about what you're eating. Because, mm. man, you know some things are free. You know in college, you're like, oh, that food is free. Hey, let me slide mm-hmm. on that, though. But it's yeah. just like, oh, you know, it's like, do you really need it, though? Do you really? Why, why, why don't you just go home and get something to eat? You know, it's free there, too. <laughs> so uh, it, it's it's uh, it's an interesting journey, I will say. Like, I'm actually really happy we're having this conversation because it's really even pushing me to to get better at what I'm trying to do and my goals and mm-hmm. what I'm trying to achieve. And mm-hmm. diet is definitely something that is so important. And I think you said it so nicely and just, you know, you just you just gave really practical ways of just, you know, uh, helping out with your diet. And mm-hmm. I think it's like the little changes, little things that you can do. Cooking, look, my philosophy is if you cooked it, it's clean. <laughs> Might not be be the best philosophy, (laughs) but if you cooked it, it's clean. I mean, unless you're using a whole bunch of like butters and all types of stuff like that. But for the most part, I mean, I mean, but how how bad can you really make it? You could, but you know. Yeah, you just gotta watch it. I just try to watch how much like box dinners I make or how many frozen dinners I make. Uh, Because they just have a lot of preservatives in them and they're just not good. And I'm really big on eating clean meat, too. So I only buy like um, like chicken and turkey that has no antibiotics or hormones in it. Um, And that's something I splurge on. So even finding maybe little stuff that you can splurge on that, you know, it's worth extra money because I know I'm not adding all those extra toxins in my body. And I don't like that. Um, So just trying to eat as clean as possible. Um, and just portion control too. So like, if you want to get, you know, McDonald's, don't get the large fry, maybe get a small fry. You know, you want to get a milkshake, don't get the large one, get a small one, you know, split it with a friend or something like that. Like, just think of little ways like you can enjoy eating. Cause trust me, I love desserts. I eat donuts. I eat cheesecake and I love it and it's great and it's wonderful, but I don't do it every day. I mean, but I do still do it, you know? And now I know I also have to work a little extra hard in the gym to kind of, you know, do that. So it's just all about balance, you know, not really like starving yourself, you know, because you need that little cheat meal every once in a while. But also, you know, having that self-control to be like, you know, I don't need that right now. Like I can wait, you know, a couple more days or another week or so and then I can have that, you know. Yeah. Portion control, moderation with your food. Yeah. It's helping, and it does help, and it matters. Especially, like, maybe eating um, maybe multiple times a day, but smaller meals, mm-hmm. I think, is a good uh, tactic to use if you're trying to get your metabolism going. Because I know for mm-hmm. me, that was, and it still is, if I'm not careful, a, main, a, a problem for me. If mm-hmm. I don't eat consistently, my metabolism really just kind of shuts down. So, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's another one. But you've offered some so much advice. You've offered literally everything. So thank you so much for just coming on and sharing and just being really open, you know, and not being like, don't do this, don't do that. Like, <laughs> no, I can't lie. My, my Snapchat and my Facebook and Instagram say another story. So if I said it, y'all will be like, Mm-mm, she a liar. I saw her with that donut and I saw her eating all that junk. It's like, yep, I eat it, but then I also go make sure I go hard in the gym, you know, right after or like the next day, or you know, that's not every day for me or every week for me. Right. Most times. 
Um, do you have any resources that you think could help anybody who's trying to get into a more fit lifestyle physically? Yes. Um, my biggest one that I use is Pinterest. Surprisingly, it has a lot of like, it has a plethora of different articles and recipes and I just love it. And it's like so easy. I just search it. And then it comes with like cute pictures and like little, um, picture, like, uh, graph things. And it's so informational. Um, and I love being on Pinterest and doing that. Um, I also like bodybuilding.com. So you can kind of, it has like a program where you can, you can find different fitness programs that fit your needs. So if you want to, you know, cut weight, then you have a fitness program for that. If you want to gain, uh, you know, weight and gain muscle, you can have a fitness if you want to do that. If you want to do like a full body transformation, like you can do something for that. And it has so many different articles and different things. It can be overwhelming at times. So I would take it slow with that one because sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'm on there for way too long. But it's just a really good resource because, like, there's personal trainers that go on there. There's professionals that go on there and talk about, you know, different, you know, scientific aspect of it. You know, the training aspect, um, tips, you know, they have diet plans on there. Um, so it's just a really great place to start. Sometimes if you don't know where to start in a, in a plan, I've done some great plans off of bodybuilding.com that I've absolutely loved. It kicked my butt and I've seen the difference, you know, in that. And I've integrated that into like my daily workout schedule. I would also use social media. Like I said, there's a big group of fitness gurus on there now that are, you know, just showing off their workouts and use that because that's motivation for one. And, you know, they're, they're giving out their workouts and you can see that obviously it works because the results that you see, you know, you see it, they look good. Um, but like I said, be caution, just like about not being consumed by it and like wanting to just be like, just like that person, like make it your own, uh, figure out what works for you because they've obviously found what works for them. And so just being able to be open to doing that is like the biggest thing. And it's a sense of community too. A lot of them have like Facebook groups that you can join or, or whatever the case may be. It's like another, more people that are, you know, trying to do the same thing as you. So even though you may not know them, you know, but we're, we're in the social media age where you can have best friends that you've never met in your life because y'all connect over the internet. Um, so that's good. And then, uh, also just like I said, finding that accountability person, um, to kind of help you, uh, that's kind of like my biggest resources. Like I find people that, you know, that are better than me and people that, you know, are like, you know, with me and the people that are under me, that's biblical too. Like that's what Paul preached. Like when you're looking for people, um, to like, to, as you grow in your spiritual walk to find people that are above you with you and under you to mentor and be mentee and to grow with. So that's the, my same rule of thumb basically with fitness is just find someone that's better than you so you can learn from them, get resources and they can figure, you can figure that out. Cause if they've already made mistakes, why make the same mistakes when someone else can kind of help you and then, you know, find someone that's on your level because you push each other. Cause you know, y'all are both there and then someone under you because you want to share your knowledge. You want to be able to give back because that's just really important. You know, I mean, I always find it, but I think that's just a great rule of thumb to have, um, and relating it to like, kind of like a biblical sense. So. All right, girl. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. all the knowledge, all the tips, tricks, the whole thing. Thank you so much <laughs> for sharing everything. Uh, all right. I think this is the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You already know where you can find the planner at the planner, literally all the tags. 
on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at The Planter. And then please, please, please leave a review on iTunes so I know uh, what you guys are looking for or how you feel about the podcast. Uh, you can also find it on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or on the actual website, theplanter.com. So don't be shy. I don't bite. I'm a little strange, but I'm not that strange. You literally all you have to do is, is it like people be like, they don't write anything. So I'm just like, oh my God, you know? But yeah, please leave a review anywhere. Talk to me, chat with me. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Brandy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I've been really happy to just to be able to do this. So thank you. Thank you so much. And all right, guys, I will speak to you on the next episode.